Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries, Aurora, North Carolina, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. Well, today we're talking about love again, so please enjoy this episode entitled, Love Doesn't Require Perfection. Love does not require perfection. One of the biggest hindrances to showing love, especially as believers in Christ, is that we sometimes require people to be perfect or doing everything right or the way we want them to before we actually extend love to them. But love is not a requirement for perfection. Now, God's love is perfect toward us, but it does not require perfection from us. Therefore, when we love someone, we should not be we should not be requiring perfection before we love them and fully commit our love and mercy to them. So I want to show you two scriptures to to help um, make this point. Let's look at Matthew chapter 15 and verses 12. I mean, let's look at John chapter 15 verses 12, and um, and it says this: "This is my commandment that ye love one another." As I have loved you. We'll go to verse 13. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. All right? Now we're going to look at Romans chapter 5, and we're going to see how God loved us. Romans chapter 5 says this. We'll start at 6. For when we were without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will die, yet preadventure for a good man some would even dare to die. Verse 8 key. But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so we see in this scriptures, in these two scriptures, that perfection is never a requirement for love. Because it says that God says, he, Jesus says this, a new command I've given you is to love one another as I have loved you. How did God love us? He committed his love toward us while we were sinners. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So God never waited for us to be perfect before he sinned, before he started a plan of salvation for mankind. He started a plan, plan, of, plan of salvation when man sinned. And so we have to get out this thing of requiring love, perfection out of people before we give them the love that we need. Many of our relationships are failing. Our marriages are failing. Um, relationships with our children are failing. Relationships with our siblings and friends and family and loved ones. We keep falling out with one another because we're looking for someone to be perfect. We're looking for someone to dot all their I's and cross all their and cross all their T's. We're looking for someone to be this dream that we this 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 thing that we've imagined in our head. The person that will sweep in and do everything right and meet all of our needs and answer all of our questions and do everything that we require. And we put all these expectations on people. And when they don't do it, we withdraw our love. And when they can't keep it, we withdraw our love because we wanted them to be perfect. And really our disappointments are our own because we put expectations on people that God don't require. All you have to do and all I have to do is remember 
how God loved me. That's how I know how to love you. He said, a new command I've given you to love one another and how he has loved us. So if I look at my life, the wretch I was, the disobedient person I was, how I ran from God and did anything I wanted to do and, and thought anything I wanted to thought and spoke evil and did evil and vengeance and revenge and anger and unforgiveness and malice and God and lust and addiction, all that stuff that you can do in a human, in a human body. In spite of that, God looked beyond my faults and saw my need for salvation. So he didn't kill me. He didn't destroy me. He let me come in and out of church. He let me come, you know, go as I please. He gave me breath in my body every day, even though I was continuing in sin. But he allowed me one day to become conscious of his love for me, conscious for his call for me, and allowed me to repent of my sins and then come and have been a joint heir with Christ, come to have a new position in Christ where I live and move and have my being in him, where I'm no longer a sinner, but I'm a saint and I'm a son of the true and living God. I'm a joint heir with Christ. I'm seated with him in heavenly places. I've been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. That's what he allowed to happen to me, and I was not perfect. I sinned. I turned my back on him. I ignored the voice of God. Every time I came to church and sat down, every time I heard the word, every time somebody witnessed, every time I received his goodness, I still refused to repent, to repent because the word said the goodness of the Lord leading to repentance. So all the blessings that were in my life going on, I was still reluctant to repent and turn to the true living God. But God still what? Commended his love toward me. God was still patient with me. God was still kind toward me. And God still extended his love on me despite my imperfections and we now have a duty to do that to one another we gotta love each other past our movement we gotta love each other past what we see and don't see if we would do that man we would see that our relationships could be reconciled our relationships could be restored our friendships could be restored our families could be restored if we would just love people because they're not even though they're not perfect See, I asked the question many podcasts ago, it was, and the question was, what are you going to do when someone, humanity shows up? See, humanity always shows up, even in the greatest person. That humanity shows up, and you see their frailties, and you see their inconsistencies. But then my job is to now to look past a frailties, look past the inconsistencies, and love you anyway. Because that's what God did for us. And so we got to stop require perfection in order to show someone love and so what we have what we do to people we have them on this clock i like to call it we have them on this thing we're watching everything they do and we're watching everything they do and we're just kind of lousing them out and being very slow and then the minute they do something we don't like we say i knew it i knew it that's why i ain't messing with them that's why i ain't messing with them anymore that's why i ain't forgiving them that's why i'm not going to continue this relationship because they can't never do right they never do what i ask they never consistent i ain't messing with them no more we wait like a tiger uh, in the woods to pounce on somebody. We wait to see their frailties again. We wait to see their inconsistency. We wait to see them mess up. And then we find a reason to cut them off. But that's not what God did to us. He commended his love toward us while we were yet sinners. While we were yet sinners, he died for us. And so we got to have that same love toward everyone. 
He said this in Romans 5, and I love this. He said, For scarcely for a righteous man will some die, yet preadventure for a good man someone would even die. Look, people ain't gonna die. People struggle giving their life for people that seem halfway distant. But God died for us while we were sinners. We were no good. And he sent his son Jesus to die for us. And so when you're evaluating people and you're evaluating their actions and you're evaluating whether you continue to deal with them or not, you got to make sure you're evaluating them from the right place. Because all you're supposed to see is their need for love. Because like I said, the song said, he looked beyond our fault and saw our needs. God saw our need for salvation and he sent Jesus and he showed his love. The grace that brought our salvation is appeared to all men. That's what God did through Jesus Christ. God sent us, sent Jesus, you know, down through 42 generations, immaculately conceived, born of a virgin, lived a sinner's life, walked among men, did miracle signs and wonder, marched to the cross, stayed there all day, died on the cross, buried in the grave, and rose with all power in his hand. All of that because he loved us. And then he gave the precious Holy Ghost, the, 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 the earnest, the promise with power and gifts to some people that are un, that were unlovable, that they could live right and be a joint heir and walk in the newness of life. That's what he did, all because he loved us. Look at the trouble of what God went through for some sinners. Look at what trouble God went through from people from, from wretches. Look what trouble he went through to heal and deliver mankind that man could be back set at one without with a true and living God and so if God can do all of that you can look past someone's faults and continue to show them love you got to remember that you needed love and God showed it to you and he continues to give it to you every day and so therefore you can't cut anybody off you cannot require perfections husbands Wife doesn't require perfection before you love her the right way. Wives, husbands don't require perfections before you love them the right way. Married couples, submission is not requ- perfection not, is not required for you to love one another. Parents, perfection for your kids is not required for you to love them. Kids, perfection for your parents is not a requirement for you to love them. Brothers and sisters and siblings, your perfection is not required from siblings and friends and family for you to love them. You have to love them anyway, just like God loved you anyway. Remember how he loved you. The new command I've given to you to love one another as how I, as I have loved you. How did he love us? He died for us while we were sinners. How did he love us? He was good to us when we were running away from him. How did he love us? He was patient and kind with us. And we're going to give people the same thing. Like I've said before, I heard someone said, the, 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 the duty of a Christian is to give every man the same measure of faith, faith, the same measure of grace that God gave them. To meet every man with the same measure of grace that God met us with. Perfection is not a requirement for love. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your mercy, your grace, your love and kindness. Lord, we want to thank you for your love you committed toward us. Thank you for your favor toward us. Thank you for your grace toward us, God. Thank you for your peace toward us, God. And we pray today, Lord, that you will forgive us for putting undue weights on people, to undo judgment on people and undo requirements on people before we show the love of God. For God, it is not a love, but it's your unconditional love that you're asking us to show, Father God. So we pray, God, you remove all those, we remove all laws and all requirements and all things that we have 
put up before we would show love to people, that we would show the love of Christ to everyone we come in contact, to friends, to family members, Father God, to loved ones, God, that our relationships, that our friendships that can be restored and, and rejuvenated and renovated to love and peace and joy with one another, God. I want to thank you for this, God. We pray you just continue to make us whole and make us better, God. Heal us from our own hurt. Heal us from our own pain. Heal our broken hearts. Ease our troubled minds, Father God, that we can love one another as you have loved us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Remember, guys, I want to thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I pray something I said and done today would encourage you to love one another as God has loved you. God bless you. Perfection does not require love does not require perfection. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus and the pardon of your sins and you want to be saved, just pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and answering my prayer. If you pray that prayer, you're saved, and I encourage you to reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and find yourself a local body of believers that can help you and disciple you in righteousness. Have a good day. If you or a loved one needs to speak with a mental health professional, just dial 988 speak with one.